Welcome to New York. Welcome to New York. We've been waiting for you. Are you ready for it? Bum, bum, bum. Welcome back. Papinians. Episode. Taylor edition 163. Take out the six. It's 13. 13 her number. So just take out 60. Absolutely not. Oh. I'm just saying if you just slide that six down for a second it makes a one and a three which is taylor's number and this is taylor's edition and i just want to preface by saying even if taylor's version taylor's version even if you don't like taylor you have to listen because it's gonna be fun <laughs> no you should listen it'll be fun yeah this could go one of two ways either swifties will love us or hate us no, well you are a swifty but I'm a swifty. they're not gonna hate us why are you gonna hate i don't know hate us be hating it's not a song, and the haters yeah. gonna hate. Hey, hey, hey! I'm just gonna shake, shake, shake. Yep. Shake it off. Shake it off. Okay, so how you doing? I'm um, good. Work is sucks. You know, I just had Iceland, and it was fun times. All my birthday stuff, and this weekend was so fun because yours and the F Dubs present was so much fun. I'll quickly give everyone a little synopsis. So they took me to Indigo Chapters, whatever you want to call it. And I was allowed to look around for seven minutes, just look around. And then they tie me for three minutes and I got to as many books as I could carry. They bought me. Yeah, you got a little extra time in the well in be- both departments. Yeah, because I have an injury, my toe. So it's hard. For, it was hard for me to, you know, I couldn't run. You know, it was also Saturday. So people were it's, it's it was pretty busy, pretty busy. Um, but it was really fun. It was a really fun gift. And now I have lots of new books and that makes me really happy. Um, and work sucks. So I guess it's balanced, which is, you know, it's just hard. I wouldn't say it sucks. It's just really, really hard right now. So yeah, my brain is like fried by the end of the day. I don't want to see any more math. Yucky. Um, that's that. How are you? Um, I'm doing okay. I had a, a weird day today, not for any particular reason, not anything bad, not anything good, but just kind of, kind of in an off mood today. Like a blah. Yeah, and I kind of feel like it's important, especially this month is mm-hmm. a very important month in our family. Not just because it's, um, I don't want to say the best person in the family's birthday, but right. you know, top two and not two. Right. Um, but November is also mental men's mental health awareness month, yeah. which I think is important to absolutely to touch on. You know, a lot of people out there are very hesitant to talk. Um, I've never really shared like my exact story, but just that, you know, I've struggled with me- mental yeah. health stuff, stuff. Just, I got stuff. Everybody's got stuff. Everybody has stuff. Some are, um, I don't know what to say. Some, some know. are worse. Some harder, some are harder to deal, deal with. with. Like, seasonal depression is also absolutely. at this time of year kind of starts to kick in so and even if it's men's mental health awareness mm-hmm. month that doesn't mean it's just only for men yeah it's just you know we grow up mustaches and look silly for men's awareness but it's yeah. mental health awareness for everyone yeah and no i think that's good i think it's important and i think it's important to say when you're not doing well and i think it's important to say you know and always i love the phrase of this too shall pass because you know even when things are really good you know it's not staying and even when things are really bad you know it's not staying like it's the ebbs and flows of life right Mm -hmm. so i also do love the it's okay to not be okay yeah yeah and that's why i wasn't going to come on here and say like you know what i had a good day because it wasn't good it wasn't bad it was just a day an okay day it just existed yeah yeah well thank you for sharing you're welcome. Uh, today, if you couldn't tell by our intro, 
and the Swifty Talk. Uh, this is our Taylor Swift edition. Yes. Um, hot off the heels of 1989. Yeah, 1989 was just um, uh, just she just re redid it like taylor's version so i think she only has uh all she has left to take is her name and her reputation <laughs> that's right good job jack i learned i learned <laughs> that my the, the f dub is a i'll say a born again swifty because apparently yeah. liked her in the past and is now back yeah and uh well, well her and i are back full force or, yeah. i wasn't i wasn't back i would just you joined i'm i'm a joiner You're a swifty at 50 yeah and i just joined in the last little bit and um you know i, I can't believe i wasn't a swifty all along like i really felt like i was missing out i always liked her music and i always liked her but i didn't i wasn't to this level that i am now where i'm like like pretty obsessed with her i think she's pretty special human and the connection to the sports world with her dating Travis right. Kelsey, which yeah. may or may not have come to fruition on Sunday. When, um, yeah. the, if anyone listened last week, we did have a particular wager about yes. uh, the whereabouts of Taylor Swift. I cannot lie. I, I put on a poker face, but Saturday night when she's out in New York with everyone, I was like, holy shit, she's going to fly all of them. They're going to show up to Germany yep. at nine o'clock in the morning, East Coast time and yep. be there for that game. Totally thought that because she was with a lot of the wa- the wags, which is the wives and girlfriends. That feels like I, such a demeaning term. Wags? I, oh. Like, I know it's I, I know it's, it's just what it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. To me, it just sounds like, I don't know. I just picture a bunch of like stereotypical men talking about wags yeah that's true but she was with about five of them um including britney mahomes so yeah right? definitely the big winner of this relationship yeah yeah hand, she's, hand she's, in hand with taylor swift and selena gomez and uh sophie turner's in the background Gigi hadid uh car delavine was there but she wasn't in photographed apparently bradley cooper was also because him and Gigi are together uh, newly and um, well newly to us I will say um, and he showed up at the restaurant but when they walked out they didn't walk out together but now there's a picture of like Bradley and Gigi but they're like 10 feet apart from each other so but it's like we all know you're together I'm like just walk together that's what I love about Travis and Taylor the way they walked in that first time we saw their hard launch the way they walked in and it was so calm holding hands and just yeah here we are. I don't know. Like they're not running from the paps. They're not like, you know, they're just like the Did paps. Did just call them paps? The paps. Did Mark Wahlberg just take over your body for <laughs> Maybe a second? for a second. Yeah. Talking about his dad? <laughs> My paps. The paps. The paparazzi. Um, yeah. So, so I lost. She did not show up in she Germany. She was not there. And I had really high hopes. And I have to say, I really liked the Sunday 9 a.m. game. I was really into it. I was like, had my hat. I was like, now football's done for the day. Not really for everyone else in my house. But for me, I was like, my game is done and it's now 12. And I'm like, have a whole day. I was like, this is the best thing ever. Um, so the game was okay. I have to say it's felt long. I like when she's there because there's just something else to focus on. And I feel like he also plays a little better. I know he's, you know, people don't like that, but he's, he is good. I know without her there too, but he just plays a little extra better, but he just won some, um, uh, record. He did. He got a record and it was that he has the most, of something yep and of all tight ends uh, receiving running something okay I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna clean this up okay, okay uh so travis kelsey only two catches for 13 yards which is a very bad bad day in travis kelsey's book but 
he did become the Chiefs all-time leading receiver. Chiefs. Chiefs all-time leading I receiver. I NFLs. But he passed Tony Gonzalez, who is all... Did I say that weird? Tony Gonzalez? No, you're so good. Um, who is also a tight end. So that could have been the tight end connection. Also oh, Also played I see. for the Chiefs. So he... Travis Kelsey, now the Chiefs all-time leading receiver in yards. Okay. Now, is he close to the NFL's record? Probably not. Oh, okay. Fine. I would imagine that's held by like Jerry Rice or Randy Moss, one of those two. Yeah. I don't know that off the Jerry. top of my head. Oh, okay. Could you get back to us next week? Yeah, I'll come back and report. Thank you. That I could also Google it in about two seconds. No, it's okay. Um. Yeah, so for Casey's Corner, obviously we just touched on Taylor. And then uh, Matthew Perry laid to rest on Friday. They had video footage of the friends all showing up, and it was really sad. Uh, I think it's been a slow burn of sadness for me with him. I think because I read, again, like I said last week, I read the book. I was like, not totally shocked. Um, then listening to Dax this week, he kind of said that he had some really good insight because um, because he is uh, recovering. Um, well, he's, what do you call, uh, just an addict. I guess an addict because it's not just alcohol. I was like, he's a recovering alcoholic, but he did cocaine and stuff too. Didn't he so relapse? He did a few years ago and talked about it on the on his podcast. And it was like one of the best episodes. The only one I've ever listened to more than once because it's just so well done. Um, yeah. So he relapsed a few years ago. So he had some good insight. It kind of, you know, I don't know. Just it's sad. But Yeah. That's all I have for Casey's Corner. There's not much. I don't know. It's Taylor and I don't know. The, That's Mar- the Marvels this week? Yes, we have the Marvels tonight. Yep. They know we record ahead of time. We have the Marvels tonight, so we will report back next week on that. We're going to an early show, too. I'm excited. We're seeing it, like, really first. Yeah, like Thursday like, afternoon. Yeah, like four. Like, usually we're, you know, seven or eight, and people maybe have said, no, no. We're like first people, so I hope it's good. Me too. I know I'm nervous. <laughs> like I, I'm just nervous. I did see someone's review that was like, no one, no one has an excuse for why it's bad. They just don't want to see it. Mm. Just and whether that's Marvel fatigue or not liking the first Captain Marvel or not having to watch two shows to understand what's going to happen in this movie. Yeah, I can kind of get that. Yeah. Mm. Well, we'll see. They're still fun, anyways. Um, I'm so nervous. So our Taylor Swift week uh, includes two Taylor Swift movies, one that she's in and one that she's barely in. Yeah. Uh, well, she's she not in mine either. Very okay. Long. So we have Amsterdam and Cats. Yep. And then we are doing a Taylor Swift draft of songs. Oh, my God. I almost vomited. Uh, 13 songs each because that's her number. Um, I will let everyone know now that I know about nine. Yeah. Nine or ten. So I told him, I was like, I'm going to make you sing them on the thing if you pick it. Because he got a lot of help. So I was like, I'm going to make you sing it. So if you steal any of my songs, we're going to have some issues. Because you don't even know them. Well, because I've heard, I've heard enough of them that I could either not make up lyrics. But I think right. I know like the whatever the title <laughs> is, I could probably <laughs> sing it in the. Right. In the, to- in the tone or in the. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, eh? Does this, is this count for the draft, too? No, we can read. Re- we'll redo, redo it. Okay. Rock, Rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. No, that could count for both. I won. Oh, yeah, because you won. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go first just because I'm going to be so quick. 
I watched the movie Cats. It is from 2019, which I got to say, if somebody asked me, I probably would have said like way longer ago. It's weird. I I think it was just been in the works for a while. Okay. I know, but I was like, that's not, that's only like four years ago. I would have said like 10 or something. Um, It's 2019. Yeah. An hour and 50 minutes. It got 2.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Tagline, you will believe. It is directed by Tom Hooper, writers Lee Hall, Tom Hooper, and Andrew Lloyd Webber, who is like the original person of that. Uh, cast is James Corden, Judy Dench, Jason Derula, Idris Elba, Robbie Fairchild, Ian McLennan, uh, Larry Bogorius, Francesca Hayward, Taylor, obviously, Rebel Wilson, Jennifer Hudson. I probably missed some people. So uh, can you wait? Can you just start from the top of the cast again? Why? Just just the first one. What? James Corden? Boo. Oh. Okay, continue. <laughs> Why? I just, don't, like I just don't like him. Okay. Never, never liked him in the whole toxic work environment. Yes. Kind of helped uh, or hasn't helped. Uh, plot. It's a tribe of cats called the, the Jollikies. Jollikies? Yeah. Uh, must decide yearly which one to descend to the heaven side layer and come back to the new... Jellicle life. Um, so uh, it's funny. I don't have barely any notes, you guys, like none whatsoever. It is, um, it, it's not good. And I, I don't want to be mean. I hate being mean. The only thing I will say, I had a friend in high school who was really into musicals. She was a dancer too. And she was really into musicals. And so I knew almost all of these songs. Like I was like there, I guess there was a few new ones done, but I knew almost all of these songs. So I was like singing along. I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe I still remember. Ask me what I did last week. No idea. But I remember something from my teen years. Right. Like I feel it's like just, most things like movie and music, you just kind of hold on. It's to. just in there. Right. Because I guess I like it. So that was kind of fun to hear the songs again. Um, production. I'll just say kind of overall, you can tell that a lot of work went into this. OK, they all they went to cat school and they tried. OK, they learned they went to cat school? like how to act like a cat. This is my problem with it. And anyone who hasn't seen it, just watch it for five minutes and you will understand 100% what I am saying. The way they move, <laughs> the way, Jack was just licking his paw. <laughs> it's a, it's a um, hand. The way they move, it freaked me out. Like it was like they were CGI'd or something. It was like jerky and didn't look natural. So I don't know if they had things on them that made them look weird i'm gonna show you tonight you're just gonna watch five minutes just so you can understand and maybe you would be able to like explain it better not right now obviously but it's just i couldn't deal with the way they moved it freaked me out like i was like that is it's just weird like i don't understand why it could just couldn't be their bodies like why it couldn't just be them regular body. i think it would have made a huge difference for me like i would have been like okay that wasn't that bad but it's just it didn't look like they had real faces, but then it's like their bodies, the way they moved. It was, you know, um, the lighting and color was good because they did a lot of it was outside and it was dark. It was good. Um, the cinematography, well, it was like fake backgrounds and you could tell. Um, and that's all of the notes I have. Um, I'm, I'm going to say I've watched a lot of movies this year and for this podcast and it will it's right up there with the Superman movie for me. Wow. M- might even be worse. I might have even, uh, if you asked me which one I had to choose, I 
probably would watch Superman over that. I think it was, it wasn't bad. Taylor's number was great. She's only in the movie since it is Taylor week and we're supposed to talk about her. She's only in one musical number, but she is the singer. Like she is, you know, she comes down on this like moon thing and she's great. She is. She's good. Like, I mean, I love all these people. I'm like, Idris Elba? Like, that guy is, like, a good actor. I just... What's wrong? No. Like, you know? Like, they're good. I don't know what... I don't know what happened. Something was, got lost in translation. Was, um... <laughs> That's my Easter. Was no. Zoe Kravitz supposed to be in this? Or, like, was she in it? I thought she was in Cats. Oh, Okay. Uh, no, I don't. Maybe it's just Mandela effect, but I thought she w- either was in it or well, was, like, supposed to be Cat in it. Catwoman. Oh, yeah, it was before that. I know, but I'm just saying, I don't know. She wasn't in the movie. Uh, this is a movie, too, I forwarded a little bit just because um, I didn't want to watch any more of it. Hour and 50 minutes, and it felt like about four hours. So I feel bad. I'm not, I don't like to be mean, but... Um, awards, it did get a gold globe nomination, which I was like, that's funny. Um, <coughs> excuse me. It did get nine Razzies, which is, um, like worst movies of the year. I, I don't think that people should do that. The Razzies, I think that's really mean, but they did get, um, nominated for nine and they won six, including like James Corden and, um, that like picture and the writing and stuff like that. So. Yeah, so that is Cats. Go run out and watch it. Actually, I do recommend just watch, if you haven't seen it, just watch five minutes. Just just watch five minutes of it and you'll understand. I, I think it could have been better. I do. If, if they didn't do this like weird jerky thing to their bodies. Okay, I'm done. All right. Uh, that leads into my movie, <laughs> 2022's Amsterdam, uh, directed by David O. Russell. 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Not bad. Better. Uh, two hours, 14 minute runtime. Tagline, let the love, murder, and conspiracy begin. Mm. Uh, so plot is set in the 1930s. A doctor, nurse, and attorney um, who all became friends through World War One, witness a murder and become suspects and uncover an outrageous plot, which outrageous is accurate. <laughs> uh, cast, we've got Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, everyone buckle up. Robert De Niro, Anya Taylor-Joy, Remy Malek, Zoe Saldana, Mike Myers, Michael Shannon, Timothy Oliphant, uh, Chris Rock, Taylor Swift, uh, Andrea Riseborough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is just a very small Easter egg, but Sean Avery, who is a former hockey player who is in this and plays a soldier, and he was in Oppenheimer and played a soldier. Mm. I'm pretty sure I'm... Not kidding. I'm pretty sure he's in a third movie where he plays a soldier. So wow. I think this guy knows how to do one thing besides play hockey. Perfect. And it's play a soldier. Soldier. Um, production. So there, um, Michael B. Jordan was originally cast in the John David Washington role, but he had to bow out due to scheduling conflicts. I was trying to think of what it would be because I, I, my guess would be Creed. Okay. Like Creed 3. Yeah, that makes sense, right? There also is maybe another... Actually, it's been long enough. He was also in Black Panther, so... Yeah. The newest one, so could have been that as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Jamie Foxx was also considered for John David Washington's role, which I feel like just really opens up of what the movie could have been. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and also Jennifer Lawrence was considered for the Margot Robbie role. Right. The only consistent, it started with Christian Bale, it ended oh, with okay. Christian Bale. He took way less money to be in this movie to get everyone, wow. because of how many people are in this. Like, yeah. Remy Malek made six figures. Wow. And how long is he in it? Um, He jumps in around maybe halfway through, okay. but is in the rest of the movie and is a pretty important character. Right, right. Um. So this was supposed to be filmed in Boston. Uh, it got delayed because of COVID. And because it was during, so it was filmed uh, between January and March of 2021 in LA. So it was 49 days, they said. And because they didn't want to go to Boston, they had to move the production to LA, which added $30 million <gasps> onto their budget. Oh my goodness. So this movie is kind of talked about as a box office like failure. And I think... A lot of this, even when I talk about the aspects of this movie, I think it's just this what if of if they did it before the pandemic or waited a little bit longer after, how different does this movie turn out? And I think it would change things significantly. Mm, okay. Um, editing, it's kind of cool how they reveal the new characters and it's always, it's a bunch of like, oh, there's Mike Myers, there's Zoe Saldana. Like it's just person after person. Right. Which can kind of be too much at some points. Uh, sound, they kind of just use a lot of voiceovers. And that's 1930s, so it's like a lot of ambient music playing out of those one of those things you got to crank yeah, with yeah. your hand. Right. Um, lighting and color, it's the 1930s, and they deal with World War One. There's definitely no subtlety of dealing with race. Like the th- three friends, like it's John David Washington with two white people, and right. race is definitely not ignored. Uh, cinematography, a lot of camera movement and one shots which are kind of cool kind of makes some scenes feel like a play oh, okay it's kind of cool um and then there's this really cool shot because it is about the three of them and their three friends and they have this pack together and i can't remember where they're going but there's just like they're all like kind of leaning over almost like huddled up like a football team and there's just a shot pointing up at the three of them that was pretty cool yeah um acting christian bale's good yeah it's a lot of just like, eh, like mm. Margot Robbie, John David Washington, the three of them as a trio are cool. The chemistry is cool. But then like, um, I'd say Anya Taylor-Joy, Rami Malek, Zoe Saldana, and Chris Rock kind of all fall into the small roles, big impact oh, okay. in the movie. Right. Um, Robert De Niro is pretty disappointing. Mm. For the character he's supposed to be and kind of the impact he's supposed to have and the impact of being like, oh, my God, Robert De Niro is in this movie. He's not in it for very long. And yeah. it's just kind of flat. Mm. And then uh, Michael Shannon and Mike Myers are kind of a team and they're they're a pretty fun aspect to the movie. Um, writing in Best Lines, the opening in the opening credit, it said most of this really happened, which mm. I thought was a funny way to start. I think going into it, you're expecting it to be more of a serious movie but it's not it's a comedy pretty much okay and like an eccentric version of what happened uh 26 minutes five 26 minutes and five seconds in you get your title drop uh they meet in world war one margot robbie saves the two of them like taking like bullets and shrapnel off of them um and then they go to amsterdam and live there for a little bit and that's when they talk about it um there's a police officer who uh they come in to kind of like intimidate them so they witness this murder i'm not gonna say who it is or what happens but 
They witness the murder. The police come to investigate them. And the one officer has, like, because pretty much everyone, if you were in the war in this movie, you had some kind of, like, scarring or, like, Christian Bale's a doctor, so he kind of, like, fixes. Like, if people have, like, holes in their faces, he kind of, like, puts something, like, a... Like, gauze or something or... Almost like a... Not a fake face, but, like, something more, like, face-like. But you can kind of tell that it's, like, a... It kind of looked like plastic almost okay uh but this one the other police officer didn't serve because he had flat feet all right flat so, feet so they just keep making fun of this guy and his flat feet and he gets like it almost would have been if this movie was in like the 80s like joe pesci would have played the role cause right it just gets all like mad and he's like you got i had flat feet okay like i can't i couldn't serve because of my flat feet um and then some other quotes we've got um again when they're talking about race it was margot robbie says to john david washington we can't be together in this country like in the united states yeah because of race race um (laughs) mike myers at one point they're sitting in a restaurant with him and someone throws a drink on him so he says drinks on me literally (laughs) that's good um (laughs) and then so they go to robert de niro and he's supposed to help them out trying to figure out who the bad guy is in this story it's a little scooby-doo-ish oh, now okay. that i'm talking about it yeah um and they meet uh his wife and she's like oh the general is in his office okay. and he's like oh you call your husband the general she's like only on weekdays and he goes what do you call her on the weekend she goes well that's a very private question oh. <laughs> <laughs> i was like that was such a like random line that was really funny right um and then the last one, which I think really encapsulates the best part of this movie, which is um, she was brilliant and nuts talking about Margot Robbie's character, but our kind of nuts. Mm. And so the packs now had three because Aww. they originally, the two of them made a pact about, you know, being friends and sticking up for each other. And then they brought her into the mix. I like that. Um, likes the background of the friendship. So you kind of at first kind of get introduced to the characters in present day. They witness the murder. And as they're getting away, they freeze frame it and give you the background of how they became friends and how they oh, met Margot Robbie. Okay. So it probably delays the main story by about 15 or 20 minutes, which was actually just a really cool, like it just worked for yeah. the beginning of the movie. Right. Um, and then kind of John David Washington is the glue of the three of them. Okay. Like Margot Robbie and Christian Bale don't have that much dialogue together. They kind of butt heads, but they're just all connected through JDW. Oh. <gasps> I like it. Um, dislikes the murder itself is really bad like it is like like clue or something like you know no professor mustard in the library no like the person that does it does it in front of a whole group of people and then blames the two like christian bale and john david washington just blames them and said that they did it okay like it's like a high school prank oh okay um and yeah like the like because i had seen the clip before i saw the movie of who dies and how it happens and then you watch it in the movie and you're like this is worse like oh. it kind of just looks like a high school film yeah did it. um and then from the f-dub she watched the first hour and then did not continue watching um really bad french mm. margot robbie speaks french and like she mumbles and none of the words really made sense like yeah. none of the sentences made sense kind of need a french consultant maybe on that right um christian bale's wife who 
does not love him and like her family sends him to world war one to like get rid of him oh, okay. so that they yeah, don't yeah. have to be together right and then along he, now <laughs> yeah and then he comes back and she's still like i don't i don't want to be with you and then 20 30 minutes later in the movie is like no i want to be with you and it's like what's happening like right. it just kind of didn't make sense yeah and then cgi because there's that there's another like someone gets they're in a opera house or something and someone gets pushed off a like um ledge okay they don't die but like you see them fall and it's like could you not like i'm not saying injure a real person but like it kind of seemed like they use cgi instead of a stuntman right right made to do that yeah um so overall if you're looking for a low but wanting to be high stakes movie um with an incredible ensemble cast but everything else is pretty much a mess you'll enjoy it right and keep expectations low right right don't see the three of them and expect an oscar award-winning movie like we did before we we watched it yeah and then you watch it and you're like wow this is it's it's pretty rough yeah yeah do you agree with the um the rating of the imdb honestly it's probably a little high yeah and i i think if I to get the six point one, I would say at least five point seven, five point eight of it is just the three of them. Yeah. Because you're so interested in their dynamic and yeah, kind of the Scooby Doo journey that they're on. Right. But then it's just like it's almost so many people that it kind of takes away from the story. Right. It's too so, many almost. Yeah, like a lot of them do just play small roles. Like even Anya Taylor Joy, she was great, but like you didn't really need her like she kind of takes attention away because she is a big name and like uh distracting figure yeah that you kind of just throw in the background which most of those movies you just cast some i don't want to say random but you cast someone that not everyone knows yeah you just go yeah it's this person's wife she's just over there right right but instead it's like no like that's the oscar caliber actress <laughs> right right Nom? yeah i don't know if she's been nominated I but she's caliber seems, yeah caliber so that's um you did a really good job i have to say when you were doing it i was like wow i did such a shit job and you did such a good job no for real like i was like oh i gotta i I gotta up my game a little bit i just tried to take the good out of it even like i wouldn't say is it one of like the 10 worst movies i've ever seen no but like it's almost worse that it's in like that middle ground of like i just disappointing disappointing and i just feel indifferent like if it was like really really bad yeah then it's like it's not a memorable movie yeah yeah as we're trying to be nice about it i know right uh but it is it is time (laughs) taylor um gwendolyn swift that's not her middle name allison oh jesus my goodness it's allison is her last like her last name is actually swift i think so yeah she knew allison but not her last name yeah is Taylor short for anything? Nope. Doesn't need to be. Where's she from? Um, I know they moved to Nashville. Where is she from? I'm pretty know. sure she's from Texas. Texas? Is yeah. my guess. Let's go let's go through the uh, uh tale of the tape. Oh no, let's of do Taylor. No. Uh Taylor Allison Swift. So apparently there's some rumors that there's this huge book coming out and they think that she is the writer of it. Wow, um, why did I say Texas? I definitely remember this. She's from Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah? Because uh, she grew up an Eagles fan. Oh, right, right, Um, Her musical career, uh, the origin was in Nashville, Tennessee, U.S. Uh, she goes in the pop country folk rock alternative. Wow. Genre. Uh, there's her 
signature if you want to steal it. Okay. Um, oh, there's a lot of... A lot of stuff, eh? A lot of, lot of stuff. Well, if anyone is interested, they should watch the documentary she did, the Miss Americana or whatever. It's so good. Like, it just gives you an appreciation of things she went through, especially with the Kanye thing. You didn't real, I didn't realize how much that affected her, but that was like one of her first awards, and he belittled her belittled her and then she didn't feel worthy and she said when it happened she heard the booing but she thought they were booing her because they were like yeah Beyonce obviously you know she's a huge Beyonce fan so you just don't understand the effects that you know stuff like that can have on people um so it's really good and it shows her work she's one of the hardest working people and she's fun because she always says like little easter eggs and that's why everyone thinks she's like the author of this new um, book that's coming out we'll see rock paper scissors rock paper scissors don't steal my don't steal my songs okay rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot rock paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot oh yes i won are you keeping track oh, yeah okay but you can't look at my thing i will not look at your thing okay um for my first pick I don't think you're going to pick this one, but I want... But pick your songs. I want to pick the songs that I want, even though I don't know... I don't know what you have on your list and what you're thinking, but my number one... This isn't my all-time favorite song. I have two favorite songs, but this is my favorite song currently because it is such a good girl kind of anthem, and it just kind of reminds you to never lose your sparkle. And always stay bejeweled. So bejeweled is my first pick. Yeah. You know, it's just a good one. Just don't like, if you listen to the words, it's like, you know, you're basically, you're not making me important. You're not making me a priority and stuff. And I'm just going to go and I'm going to sparkle and I'm going to be my best self. What's well, like the core, like the chorus, like. Best believe you still be jeweled when I walk in the room. Oh, okay. I can oh. still make my whole place shimmer. Uh, that's the one where they all say nice, right? Nice. Yeah. Yes. I like that one. It's a it's a really fun it's a fun song and it, I also love the meaning behind it. Like I love, you know, it kind of if I'm ever feeling a little like Meh, with myself, if I put that song, it kind of just makes me feel happy. I'm just gonna shine and I'm gonna be okay and I'm gonna sparkle, and everything is gonna be okay. I'm glad I got that. Uh, with my first overall <laughs> pick, um, I will be taking the most basic Taylor Swift song out there, but I don't care. It is an absolute banger. I, I don't imagine it's going to have quite the renaissance of um, Bohemian Rhapsody with um, Wayne's World, but good old cousin in the bear singing love story <laughs> yeah that's and his one. growth i don't know if that was taylor's version i know there is a taylor's version but love story is the most basic song because it's an absolute slapper yep that's true it's a love story oh you didn't Baby want me to sing it say yes wow well just in case people don't know them uh from the fearless album fearless everyone i have the albums written too. yeah oh do you oh. just want to give credit where credit's due i like that um okay for my number two i feel like i'm staying in the okay so i just want to say midnight's is my favorite album um it just it's all around i just love all most of those songs a lot um but I, i'm gonna pick vigilante shit because 
Um, I just think it's very different sounding than her other songs. And I think it has um, a very like, I don't want to say like, but sexy, but kind of like, um, like, yeah, she's just, you know, she's not dressing for women. She's not dressing for men. She's dressing for revenge. So it's vigilante shit for me. Uh, I'm looking at the lyrics because I genuinely can't. This is my number two. Like we were ranking these songs. Yeah. Um, can you sing it? No, I'm <laughs> reading the lyrics. I love it. Genuinely can't. Uh, but I'm gonna take Enchanted. It was I was enchanted to meet you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that Please one. Please don't damn, be that one, in love that part with someone that was the whole reason i put that that high i was like why did i like this song as i was reading the lyrics but yeah when she really she really belts it out there she really does Ooh, i'm so nervous i don't know what direction to go in like i have the ones that i want all starred but then i'm like do i do i stick with my do i stick with my midnight's album i think i'm gonna go one more in my midnight's and then i'll switch off of it but i'm gonna go karma Karma is my boyfriend. Um, I like the words of the song and I think it's, um, it's, it's a fun one. Like it's just, a, it's a fun song, but it also has, I'm a huge believer in karma. And so I like that. Yeah. I debate between two songs, but, um, of which one I like more, but I think at the end of the day, it is karma for me. Um, I'm still on the songs that, like, again, Enchanted. I didn't remember that that was that song, but I do love that part. Uh, this is a song that I could have sung all of last year. Uh, so I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's a good uh, one. From Speak Now. There you go. You're so good. Um, okay. I think I'm going to go off of the Midnight's, even though I do have a couple more from there that I do like. Um... Ugh, so hard. I think I'm gonna go style. Is that that's the name of the song, right? Yeah. Yeah, we from, did listen to it. Yeah, from 1989. Um, I just yeah. Sorry, I just want it from Taylor's version. That's what we should be doing. I can't uh, copyright. No, we shouldn't. Yeah, she's copyright. Gonna, she's gonna sue us. She's gonna sue. Oh yeah, Taylor listens to ours. Anyways, I'm going to go with um, Style, which we all know is written about Harry Styles. And it's it's a fun one. It's a good one. You've got that James Dean daydream look in your eyes. I'm going back to the lyrics here. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I remember, I remember why I like this one. Uh, with my next pick, uh, I'm going to take from the Midnight's album, I'm going to take Antihero. Okay. I mean, I knew I wasn't gonna get both. There's That's another. There's another one that I know you're about to pick. That is, I think it's a, it's a better song than I thought. But yeah, Antihero. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Oh, it's such a great song. It's really good. I had it on my list, but I was like, if I have to choose between Karma and that one, I was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Karma. But I do debate between those two. I love them both. I really, really do. Okay, my my, I, I'm just gonna do it because I don't want to lose it, and I don't know. If you have it on your list, because I know F-Dub helped you with this, and I know she loves this song, so I'm nervous. So I'm going to take it as my, it's probably my last one from the Midnight's album, but I'm going to take Lavender Haze. Definitely on the list and was coming up. Yeah. Good. All right. So I did that. I played that correctly. 
Lavender Haze was co-written by um, Zoe Kravitz. It's got um, yeah, it's it's. I really I enjoyed the song. Like I only have one of her records, and it's Midnight's, and I just think it's a banger. They're all good. All good. Whew, I'm getting so nervous. Um, I'm gonna go off the board. Uh, F Dub. I don't know if she's gonna be too happy about this pick, but I'm going off the board, and. For someone so talented to write a song that lasts 10 minutes <laughs> Shit. is insane. It's off the board. It was on the list, but all too well. Yeah. That is just lyrical genius and made like a, I don't even know if it's like above a music video. It's like a short movie. It is a short movie and there is rumors that she might get nominated for an Oscar for it. So Cause because that's, uh, that's Dylan O'Brien and Sadie's. Yeah. Sink, right? And I think it just came out like this year. Right. So I think it's up for the next award season. And there are rumors that it could be under as a short film. So which she would get a director Oscar. Of course she would. Right. Well, because she directed it. She did. But like, would that a short oh. film, not a separate? I don't know. She could. I'm, I'm not denying it, but yeah. Uh, being I'm actually, yeah, I'm true. I'm not sure. That's a good one. That's a good pick. That. To, see, uh, to see a woman up there instead of all the male nominees. That's right, Jack. Look at you go. Um, well, I think under that um, great lead up, I'm going to take with my sixth pick, The Man. Because, <gasps> did I hurt your soul? That's the one I had next. Next? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. I wasn't going to take it too, but because as soon as you said that, I was like, you know, I'm going to take The Man. <laughs> This song, if you listen to the words, is, well, every song pretty much she writes is a lyrical genius. However, the man is, it is so well said of everything she does, um, everything a man does, if she does it, it's wrong. And she'll be called all these things. She got a great line about Leonardo DiCaprio um, in Saint-Tropez. I think it's Saint-Tropez, she says. I'm better when it's on. I can, but... You know, it's, it is, um, she gets a lot of flack from a lot of people. And I think that this song really is, she's trying to say like, but a man can do it, but why can't I? And, you know, I think she's been really good for the females of coming together and women supporting women. So the man. Uh, yeah, that one hurt. Um, you know what, just for even though it was only a couple weeks ago for the nostalgic factor, uh, I'm going to take Welcome to New York. I love that song. From 1989. I love it. It's just, oh, it makes me want to go to New York so badly every time I hear it. It's also like the, dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 like that aspect of the song is really cool. It is. It is. Welcome to New York. Welcome to New York. Um... I think I'm gonna go. I don't know if I want to pick from the Reputation album, but I am gonna go with um, "Delicate" from Reputation, even though she hasn't redone it. So we will. No one listen to it until it is Taylor's version, which hopefully is soon. Yeah, once she takes back her reputation <laughs> and her name. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to stick in the same album. Yeah. Uh, it's about the last one I have ranked from the F-Dub, and that's going to be Wonderland. Yeah, she loves that song. Do Wonderland. I know any of it? Nope. Nope. Could you sing any of it? Nope. Nope. 
because when I heard it, I thought of uh, Taylor Swift X song. Right. Maybe your body is a wonderland. <laughs> I know. And not, then I was like, oh, oh, not that. Don't say that. John Mayer. Um, I am going to go with uh, Wildest Dreams. In your wildest dreams. Um, by the way, uh, what's his face? Dax thinks this song is about him because he's he's so tall and handsome as hell is one of the lines and he's like clearly she is writing this about me so when they because monica's a big swifty and so they talk about taylor a lot and so she he's like i'm pretty sure that's about me (laughs) even though they have never met but he thinks it's about him and that's fine you do you boo uh how many do we have left you're on number eight oh that's a lot um (laughs) you're like uh uh-oh Okay, this is probably the last Taylor, even though I pick Wonderland. This is probably the last one that I, like, genuinely know. Okay. Uh, so that'll be You Belong With Me. No, that's a good one. Yep. You belong with me. Oh, wait, is that Daddy said stay away from two? Or is that Love Story? That might be yeah, Love Story. Yeah, that's Love Story. But yeah, You Belong With Me. I know that. <laughs> You're such a big fan. I... You belong with me. You, you belong, belong with me. Um... Okay, it's hard because I don't. Again, I don't know what your little brain is thinking. Not much. No. <laughs> nice. Okay. Just, just being just, honest out just there. Just being honest, eh? If I don't, if I don't have the great Taylor Swift draft, I'll have two people upset with me. Yeah. Shout yeah, out, you shout will. Out, shout out Kennedy. I know. Did she help you with this? No. I can't wait. To I don't see. mean that as like why would she help me, but just like I, I don't know. Yeah. We, I sat down. We probably spent. Almost two hours. I was watching. I was watching some sporting event. So it was basically like keeping a toddler entertained. And F Dub was just playing the songs. And I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, I like that one." Right. And she was doing all the work. Okay. Um. Well, speaking of you, you and your F Dub, I will be taking Lover. A lot of people do not like the song. I think it's beautiful. I think it's got a catchy tune. The first time I heard it, I think she was on SNL doing it, and I remember being really like, "That was a really." pretty song like to write about somebody and um I know she gets a lot of flack because they're like we could leave the Christmas lights up till January and everyone's like well yeah everyone leaves them up till January and like that's how people pick her apart um but I just think it's a really I just think it's a sweet song and it was one of those ones even when I wasn't a full Swifty I always loved that song so love her uh not a lot going this on is over amazing. here amazing um, I think this is one like when I he- see the the title of the song, I can kind of remember somewhat, but um, the last great American Dynasty. Oh, okay, yeah, I kind of remember liking that. Yeah, it's just it's from uh, folklore for yep. anyone looking it up. I like um, folklore. Folklore might be my second favorite album. Just a cool. That's a cool title, and yeah. I vaguely remember the song. Okay, that's good. Ooh, dying. I feel like for you and I, we're it's very different. Like it's gonna be because I don't I feel like I am a Swifty, but not with her like mainstream songs, you know? Like Lover obviously is, but and some of mine are, but I like a little bit more of the other ones, but um I am gonna go with I can't believe you haven't picked this one. I thought for sure you would have picked it because you were singing it today. But Cruel Summer. 
No. Oh, is that the one from the summer I turned pretty? Um, it's on the it's on the list. It's on the list. You just didn't. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go cruel summer. I'm gonna play it for two seconds for you. Fever dream. Anyways, that's from the Lover album. I'm stuck between two, and it's more just like I recognize one of the songs, but then one of them looks like it's higher on the list, but I don't know if we did it in order of just how we listened to it. Right. But um, I, I'm assuming it's an I, but Midnight Rain. Okay, yeah. From Midnight's. Yep, Midnight Rain's a good one. It was actually ranked really high because today I looked up um, like the ranking of her, the Midnight's album of just what people like because I'm just always curious of like, or how they're ranked and and where I fall in them of the ones that I like and so it was it was ranked really high I think it was like second or third of the best. Okay, so we have three left. I definitely need that one. I think I'm gonna go. Ugh. there's so many still really good ones on my list, and it makes it so hard. Um, but I th- think I'm gonna go cardigan. Do you have that one on your list? No. Who's that about? Um, I don't know who it, it would be about. Oh, no. Wait. I was thinking Jake Gyllenhaal, but he's the scarf. He's the all too well. Um, but he had, had a scarf. Right. <laughs> air, air quotes. <laughs> right. Scarf. Yeah. It's, um, I knew you dancing in your Levi's junk under a streetlight. Huh? Anyways, cardigan. I think it's a really pretty song. I think it's. I like the words of it, and I think it's really pretty. I think this is going to be the worst. Like, when you get to go, and then I only have two left, I think it's going to be the worst. Uh, This is the only other song I can vaguely remember the title, so we're going to go with Blank Space. Yeah, that's a good one. From 1989. Yeah. So that's a a classic Taylor, like, banger, right? Yep. (laughs) You're so funny. We love Blank Space here. Yeah. Um, I just, okay, I'm going to pick mine. I'm going to pick obviously the last two, but then I just want to have a couple of ones that if I didn't pick them, I just want to give them a little shout out after because it's really hard to pick. Um, I think I'm going to go, are you ready for it? No, I'm not doing that. I'm going to do out of the woods. Are we out of the woods yet? Are we out of the woods? Yeah, I gotta be honest. I've been pretty positive. That's not my favorite. Yeah, it's song? just a lot of like a lot of rep- like a lot of repetitive. Because I think the other like annoying is mean, but like "Shake It Off" is the other one that's just kind of like it is for sure. Like, there's a couple of songs like I never want to diss anybody who loves. I I would never go against Swifties, but there are certain songs that I don't like. Like, and and you'll find that in any artist. You're not going to like all their songs, no. but some of her songs are more basic. Like I would, or not, I don't know if basic's the right word, but the, like shake it off. Um, we are never, ever getting back together. Yeah. Not on the list. Right. Like the, some of them are like, ugh, I'll even throw, I don't think you're picking it. I would throw bad blood in there too. Yeah. Yeah. I love that video though. The video is incredible. She has all those awesome women in it. Um, and then now it was just remade with Kendrick Lamar and that's, that makes it a banger of a good song, but yeah, it's, 
Yeah, there's a couple that I'm like, yeah, no, I wouldn't pick that one. So two left, Jack. And then this nightmare is over. <laughs> no, it's not a nightmare. It's not. Fun. There is there's two songs that I want that like I want to try to negotiate something. Okay, I'm gonna just tell you right now, you will definitely not be picking my last pick. I know you won't, so you can just tell me your two. I know a hundred percent. Not that I, I want like songs that you already have. Oh, okay. You want songs? Yeah, there's two. There's two that I really want. Probably one more than the other, but we'll we'll talk once we're done. Okay. To see if there's any negotiation I can make. Right. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's the title of the album, so like red's probably red. good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's a good song. Yep. Um, okay. And for my very last pick, which is my all time favorite Taylor Swift song. I just knew you wouldn't pick it because it's not a popular song and it doesn't seem like a song that you would particularly, maybe it wouldn't be one that you would put on your list. So I felt pretty confident leaving it to the end and I wanted to give it, it's like, I'm going out with a bang because this is my all time favorite Taylor Swift song and it is Exile with Bonnie Vare. And I think it is one of those songs that's so impactful and it makes um, when he comes in, the, if you listen to the, the lyrics, like he's saying one thing and then she's saying like the opposite, like, you know, you never gave me signs. And in the background, she's like, I gave so many signs like they're obviously having this like breakup and he's a very mellow singer. And then he comes out with this like intense like comes back into the song with this like intensity and I think I, I it's like one of those ones I feel it in my bones like I just I feel the frustration and whatever they're feeling in their breaking up or their frustration with one another so all-time fave and I don't care I'll 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 die on a hill for that one exile okay um so I have three so I'll, I'll just shout out all yeah. three of them uh long live okay from speak now uh champagne problems uh, that was on my list from evermore and the one that i guess i'll pick ready for it reputation yep so champagne problems and ready for it were both on my list um the one is also on my list august is a very popular song invisible string was on my list i love that um the idea of invisible string like there was always something that like we were kind of meant to be there was always this invisible string of bringing us together I love that one. And Snow on the Beach with Lana Del Rey, I love. But So you're going to take? Ready for it. That one, actually, in her era's movie, is is the best one to watch. It is so well done. Her outfit is awesome. The The production, the singing, the everything, Ready For It, was my favorite song in the era's movie, like, for the tour, which I was surprised because it's not one of my favorite songs. Like I was like, it's a good song, but it was never one of my favorite. But once I saw it live, well, not live, but you know, live to me, I was like, that is, it was a good one. Yeah. I'm very happy with my list. Are you happy with your list? I am, but there is, I, I'm like willing. I don't know what I have to give up. Like if I have to go see the movie, to get one of these songs yeah which would be either the main or La- lavender haze which i think would if i that would be that's my that's my trade offer to you okay so if you give so me one of those songs i'll go see the movie 100 percent, i'll do that then does it do you care which one um oh wait wait, wait, wait maybe yeah i, I think you should probably pick um they're both like i mean i picked them five and six they're pretty big for me I like I like them both for different reasons 
Um, yeah. But then what? Like then you? I only have twelve, and then you have fourteen. Is that what we're doing? Well, like I can just drop ready for it. Oh, I see. Okay. And you can pick one of your other ones that you had there. Okay, fun. Um, I don't know if like because I know lavender. Like this is again. I'm trying to get. I don't know if I'm trying to get brownie f dub points or pick the song that I actually think is better. Right. Which like are the two different songs? She loves lavender haze. I think the man is probably the more impactful song right i think she would well well it it ended up like the man was six and lavender haze was seven so i don't know if she was doing that just for me because she knows i don't didn't like it as much right um so i will i would my official trade offer will be the man for going to see the eras tour movie okay which then equals like our our bet also from before becomes even yeah I mean, it hurts my heart a little bit because I do love the song, but you in a theater going to see this is worth it to me because I can't wait to go see it again. So I like it. So we will figure out. Hopefully it's not like coming out of theater soon. I know. We'll look. We'll keep an eye out. I mean, we're busy this Thursday. We are. Unless we just like double dip. Right? We just go right right after. That would be pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, so why don't you run down our final our final Taylor Swift so song. So I just get one of my other ones? Yeah, you pick whatever one you want. Um, Well, that makes it hard for me, though, because now I also like Mastermind. Um, I think I'm going to go. Right now I'm in an invisible string phase, so I think I'm going to pick invisible string. But um okay so i have bejeweled vigilante shit karma style lavender haze invisible string delicate wildest dreams lover cruel summer cardigan out of the woods exile jack has love story enchanted 22 anti-hero all too well welcome to new york wonderland you belong with me i put you belong to me yeah i put you belong me (laughs) in the thing so then i was like oh the Last American Dynasty, Midnight Rain, Blank Space, Red, and The Man. Those are pretty good. I it'll be interesting. We're gonna try and put it up on our on our Instagram, so like stay tuned for that and see who kinda has a better I don't know, what people like, right? Yeah, I let the F dub know that I, I made the trade. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just I've You about, just called your people and then just was like, just so you know. Yeah, we had to call in the trade. Yeah. Um, for talk sure. to the commissioner. Yeah, it's of a the good Taylor good. Swift draft. That was fun. That was fun. It was fun. Like, I probably should have listened to more and remembered more. But, like, as you're going through it, the first, like, half. Yeah. And, like, you were in throw it. the man at the, at the in the top half. Like, yeah. those are all songs that, like, I'm pretty confident in knowing. Like, once they start playing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I couldn't just, like, sing. It's not like if we did, like, a Noah Khan draft. Yeah, I wouldn't. No, you would wipe the floor on me. I'd I, I like. Am I not allowed to say that? <laughs> just not to say. Wipe the floor on me. Oh, what is that? Wipe the floor with, with me? me? Yeah. He'd <laughs> wipe the floor with me. I know Dial Drunk. Like I know his songs, but I don't know what they're called. So. And like the yeah, the meaning behind them too. Yeah. Once you start listening to them, okay. which you got to before. I know. I really. Before April. I know. Uh, next week we have our IMC Children of Men. It's mine. Is it? I don't know. I think it's mine. Probably, because then mine is Bird Box. Yeah, which makes I don't want to watch Bird Box. It's too scary for me. Because there's a box of birds. Birds. 
Uh, and then we're doing It's a Tent, but Dystopian Edition. Right. Which a lot of people, I've seen on TikTok recently that people think we're in the dystopian era now. Oh, fun. Like post 2020. Totally. The dystopian world, which I feel like is kind of accurate. It is accurate. If you go back, I, I, I challenge anybody to do this. Go back and look at your pictures on your phone before 2020. You are going to see you were so much happier. <laughs> like it was really, we were living our best lives. And then 2020 actually yeah, 2020 happened, and it's really it's taking us a while to recover from it. That's yeah, because like 2020, especially in this house, like the first like I would say two month, two to three months. Yeah, maybe like once we got through the summer, like was all pretty like fun, and you know you watch Tiger King and The Last Dance. Totally, and, and we just... were at the cottage the whole time, and we were just like we were having a ball. Yeah. We we really did. We felt very bad for everything that was happening in the world, but we really made the best of it. Yeah. Which we had the opportunity to, which most people did not. No, no. Because of our fields that we were all in, like we couldn't work. So, um, yeah, we really did. But when you go back and look at pictures, I'm like, wow, it, you know, we're just we're just trying to get back to yeah, a I'm bit just, of happiness. Right? I'm just glad 2019 still exists because that might have been like the best year of my life. Really? Yeah. yeah like. For two reasons in particular, and I'm not going to say both of them because it's going to sound like one is ahead of the other. Yeah, but yeah. Two pretty important things in my life. Perfect. I love that for you. Mm-hmm. And then 2020. Yep. Had a, hit a little downhill. Yeah, we did. Hopefully, hopefully we bring it back for 2024. <laughs> Four years later. Let's, Four years later. Uh, one Olympic cycle. Let's see right? if we figured it let's out. Let's see if we can get back on track a little bit in this thing called life. Yeah. Case, you got anything else? I got nothing else. That was fun. All right. Besides that, we will see you next time. Bye.